Hey everyone, it's Posty. I've got another Super Deluxe Special Edition for you. In case you're a relatively new patron of the show, um, I'm usually one of the people who's behind the scenes helping edit the podcast, but once in a while I'll take a show that recently aired and I'll add some music or just sometimes some ambient sounds to it and we'll re-release that as a Super Deluxe Special Edition version. That's Scoot's way of saying thanks to all of you who are patrons of the show. Your patronage is what allows him to continue making the show, uh, me and all the team, the rest of the team that works on the show to continue working on it. So it means a lot. So thank you once more. And let's get into another episode. pretty simple again. Uh, recently Scooter did a show reviewing mini putt venues, but I noticed that he missed one, which is my imaginary future maybe mini putt venue. Um, it's called Putts, P-U-T-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z, and the idea behind it is that uh, you can go there and you can play mini putt but all of the sort of fake jungle foliage and windmills, all of the mini putt stuff is actually uh, made out of pillowy stuff, really soft, comfortable pillowy stuff. So the idea is that you can come and you can hit a few balls. And then if you get a little sleepy, you, you just lay down anywhere and, and have a nap. <sighs> so that's what we'll be doing for tonight's Super Deluxe episode. Welcome to Putzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
first ever Sleep With Me podcast mini golf review show. And we're using our uh, trying to create a, a, a golfing announcer type voice. I'm here live with myself with Scooter here. Hi, everybody. It's Scooter. Thanks, Scooter. We'll try not to say that too many times. So, yeah, we're here with our first mini golf review show. Maybe our last, because I don't play a lot of mini golf. Uh, but maybe I'll start because, uh, but uh, yeah, so we're not reviewing shows, we're reviewing mini, or mini golf courses in review more than a review of the quality of the course. Yeah, more of reviewing Scooter's Mind and then, of course, going to the internet to get pictures and stuff of, uh, review, review, have you been to that mini golf course, what do you remember, Scooter? all those things and so um, uh, let's start off with uh, Scooter when I say mini golf what do you recall about mini golf and uh, tell us a little bit about your background with mini golf uh, thanks uh, thanks for having it. it's really exciting we're here with Scooter and we're on the first hole where I'll be explaining what a uh, mini golf means to him some people, you know, have a different life story with mini golf. Maybe not that mine is. Uh, I, I guess I was late to, you know, oh, how I was late to mini golf. The chapter began. I don't. I remember seeing the commercials on TV when I was a lad. Uh, there was a competing things, mini golf, and then a corporate uh, version of it called putt putt. And I do remember Putt-Putt had TV commercials that said Putt-Putt for the fun of it, Putt-Putt for the fun of it. And so for a time, that was my knowledge of mini-golf, was that uh, there was a thing, Putt-Putt, it was on the other side of the town, pretty far away. We never went to it. There was also a mini-golf course that we would drive by when we, like, uh, were somewhat near our house uh, now as an adult, I think, uh, it may be four or five miles away. Oh, yeah, I forget this. We may never get to talking about mini golf. So, one thing you should know about me, if you're not, if you didn't know it already, is that I'm oldest of six kids. In a family of six, uh, mini golf would be chaos and cost prohibitive uh, for a family of six particularly when I'm the oldest and supposed to be the most functional uh, to go mini golfing it just really wouldn't work um, uh, that would be eight people and everyone would want to have to do you, you know it's just, it's just asking a lot uh, and again I think when you look at the even in uh, when I was a lad I would say that, like, because there are add-on costs, because you're going to want to hit the snack bar. So, uh, when I was a lad, mini-golf was just not an option. Uh, And why would it be? It wouldn't have been the whole idea. uh, Oh, I think they would also say pop-up for everyone. And when you have a span of that age, it just wouldn't be pop-putting for everyone. Also, we did not have any golfers in our family. My father may have played golf and my mother may have played golf before in their life, before we were born and tired them out so greatly. But uh, once we were uh, the shining apples of their eye, the shining crab apples of their eye, 
even with just one me or with uh, just a few, their pastimes did narrow down. And I think, uh, the, you know, maybe before we were there, they golfed, they downhill skied and, and all those things. Uh, but instead, you know, they brought me here today to bring you uh, this uh, quiet review of whole one. Scooter can't scooter remember the first time he went mini-golfing. Not really, I cannot uh, totally remember. I can tell you though, that other than those putt-putt commercials, which some of my friends did go to the putt-putt, there was a place near my home, it was called Fairmount Glen Mini Golf, and it was in the city of Fairmount, New York. I was just talking to someone, I think in the podcasting business, who knew someone from Camillus, New York. Uh, so those, those are two big pieces of information. But the thing you need to know about Fairmount, New York, is, is, is that when I was a child, again, to go back to the eight kids, the six kids, the two adults, uh, when we would go out to eat, which wasn't very often, again, but if it was a celebratory birthday dinner, or a special treat, or just an occasion where my parents had a little bit of extra skrill to spread around. Uh, there was two places we would normally go, Burger King and Western Lights, uh, which was very close to my house, which my parents seemed to prefer Burger King. I think Burger King at that time, they didn't have a playland there, so it was less chaos more likely to get something to eat. Occasionally we would go to McDonald's, but most of the time we went to Burger King. Uh, but we wanted a real sit-down family meal, really fancy eating. We would go to Pizza Hut, and this was different than the, like, this was pre, the pre-delivery thing, when Pizza Hut changed their formula and lost their way. I mean, my, not just my opinion. I think uh, pizza history will stand uh, uh, to bag me up on this, uh, that the pizzas they cooked within the restaurant and the ones they delivered, it went, delivery became an end mass thing, were different. Now, I could be wrong about that, and I'm willing to admit that, but so we would go out to Pizza Hut. Now, there was two Pizza Huts, uh, that we would go to. One was in Nedro, New York, uh, and the other one was in Fairmount, New York. And for my family going to this was a very big deal. One, because it was delicious. Uh, two, normally we would get between the kids to split a picture of SODA, which kids today don't worry, you know, don't think about it. Uh, and one, one of my parents would usually get a salad bar, so we would try to eat the sesame seeds. Also, they would usually have one or two arcade games that we would go and look longingly at. Uh, maybe one of the older ones, you know, if we had a couple of quarters in our pockets, we'd play the game. But, you you know, you'd only be able to play it for about 30 seconds because uh, arcade games were tough, especially the ones in Burger I mean, uh, Pizza Hut. Uh, Pizza Hut would have large plastic uh, textured soda cups, I think a red color. The pizzas came, they were pan pizzas, they came in the pan, they were cooked in the pan and delivered to your table. And it really is, for Scooter, a real treasured memory. Really, truly, uh, if I had a time machine, that would be one of the memories I would savor and visit. Uh, 
Is that sweet, sweet uh, pizza in in restaurant pizza? Now, uh, the thing was, when you went to that pizza, you would pass this mini golf place at Fairmount Glen, it was called. And for a while, it always remained a mystery. Even when I started to be able to read, I think I wondered what it was. Uh, because I didn't really, like, I didn't have an older sibling, and uh, so it said Fairmount Glen Mini Golf. But it was in an actual Glen, it wasn't a saying. It was in a glen, or a gully, or a, a ravine, uh, whatever the other fancy words are, but glen's a pretty fancy word for it. So it was down, so you couldn't see anything but the sign from the road in the parking area. And so, for a long time, it remained a mystery to me. And maybe I went to a birthday party there, but I don't remember going to any birthday parties there. So I have no memories of going to Fairmount Glen as a, as a, as a true child. Uh, but then in your tween years, before you, uh, uh, in, even in my teen years, I believe for me, uh, when before you actually go on dates, uh, when you go out as groups, uh, but you're not going out to do rowdy stuff yet, you're still kind of kids or kids at heart. You, mini golf was one of the few things you could do. Uh, bowling, mini golf, movies, uh, walking around. Uh, those. So we would, again, you know, when you had the money, we would go to Fairmount Glen. And now, what age was I? I believe the first time I can remember going there was eighth grade. Though it may have been seventh, or uh, I don't think I would have gone there before then. Was, and I had friends that had now entering into my middle school friends that were regulars at this mini golf place. So maybe even the first time I went was with a friend, a middle school friend, like uh, uh, Mangoes, or maybe my friend Pat and I went, um, or the other people I would have gone with, Kyle or Jeremy or uh, some of the other people I, so, so, at some point, and I'm guessing eighth grade, we went to this Fairmount Glen, and then we would be go there on a repeated basis in the spring, in the fall, maybe, I don't know about the summer, I don't know if any, probably was someone I knew worked there, but, and so that is, Scooter, does that cover my memory for a whole one of uh, Fairmount Glen mini golf? Yes, Scooter, but tell me about, you know, especially looking at the pictures, you, there's a first striking image uh, when you get there. Uh, thanks, Scooter. I'm going to try to find it here on all these various websites. You'd be surprised at how hard it is, uh, you know, even with the ubiquitousness of photos and tagging, to find that I could not discover a hole-by-hole -hole picture collage from anyone. Uh, but the first thing you kind of remember about it is the long stairway and passway down from the parking lot into the glen. And, and, and now maybe you went at night or maybe you went during the day. But I think if you were in middle school, you were probably, like, it was after fall back, but you'd probably be playing at night, though not late at night. Maybe a Friday, maybe a Saturday night. Uh, 
It's uh, go down this uh, pass between this in uh, these grassy hills. Uh, and as I was reading about Fairmount Glen, I learned that it was very well up to kept, and I started to see these photos. Uh, the grass was always cut. The paths were clean. It has a, I believe it's a Geddes Creek running through it. So it actually has a running river. But the first thing you do is you go down this path and then you see the A-frame uh, mini golf check-in and check-out building where you get your uh, your clubs and you get your uh, get your ball. You look at the pricing. At least at the time of this photo I'm seeing now is taking us over until midnight, uh, Saturday to Sunday to Saturday. Opens at 10 a.m. Uh, so there you would get your butter and you would get your ball and you know you'd decide with the people you were with uh, what ball you would play with uh, and yeah it's, there's like a lot of stonework there running through uh, Fairmount Glen and uh, the river which uh, looks almost like at least in the creek I guess we could probably because they did do a lot of work putting up walls and stuff uh, it does have a positive manufactured feel, uh, which is really cool. So, uh, yes, yeah, so, so those are a few things that I remember. But, and I don't know if people call it the Glen, uh, so I won't uh, call I, I, I will hesitate to call it the Glen, even though I'm tempted to, uh, and I'd like to. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much, Scooter. Uh, I'm looking at the sign here now, and that was the thing. There's stairs down, and then a path. Uh, and I guess if your parents dropped you off, or usually you'd carpool, so one parent would drop you off, and someone else's parent might pick you up. Um, you'd see that sign. And here's the thing in the heyday of uh, Fairmont Glen. You know, we'll do the 19th hole first, uh, or the 18th hole, whatever it was. popular uh, uh, thing uh, with uh, with a lot of these uh, uh, mini golf. This is like the last hole is a challenge hole. And in this one, you know, so it's a long running green. Then there's a swoop up and then like in ski ball, there's like a drop off. Uh, so you have to jump the drop off. And then there's a giant uh, face. Uh, this one is not particularly detailed, C-L-O-W-N face. Uh, but it still is. So it has two holes for the eye, each eye. And then a nose, and then a pretty big mouth. Uh, and the nose is the smallest hole and the toughest to get it into. And then if you got it, got it in the mouth, you would get a minus two on the hole, deduct two. I guess if you didn't get it, uh, if you got it, as long as you got it into the, where the ball collection area, BCA, you probably got a one. If you got it in one of the two clinical-out eyes, you got a two. And then if you got it in its mouth, uh, oh no, no, if you got it in the mouth, you deduct a two. If you got it in the eye, you deduct four. And if you got it in the nose, which I don't, I'm sure it happened, uh, 
you got uh, a free game and a free personal pan pizza from the Pizza Hut right nearby. So that was exciting for everybody. So that's what I, and, and it had lights, I think, to indicate which hole, which you got it in. Um, and it was also covered with, uh, like, protective layer, so that kids couldn't just drop, you know, so, because everybody would try. And I think people would try to reach under and throw the ball, but even that wasn't effective and you could get caught. So that's a little bit about that. Uh, now, I should also mention that I've never been very good at mini golf. I'm, uh, you know, people say that I say I'm not, like I'm, I was born left-handed, but I don't know, I think I did one of those tests to see what my dominant eye was. And I am left-footed, I mean, I kick with my left foot, uh, uh, but, you know, for the most part, I, I think it's like, oh, you're left-handed and left-footed, but your dominant eye is the wrong eye kind of thing. So things like mini golf, also I don't have, like, because, you know, the same thing that makes this podcast work. Uh, once I get into my own head, it's tough to get back out. So as soon as I get, would get frustrated or, you know, playing with other kids, uh, I would, you know, then it, my game would just, uh, didn't have the patience to say, hey, we're supposed to be having fun. Uh, like, I wanted to be competitive, but I was not competitive. Though so this mini golf course, I think, did offer a lot of opportunities for luck, like almost like a skill shot. Like, uh, but if you, like, not based on total skill, it's like, okay, if you just hit it really hard in the right direction and you get it off to the side of something, this one did give out a lot of holes and ones on the skill shots. And that was also like one of those fun things, like, uh, I always forget what that term is, but like an infernal machine where you watch the ball roll and then it goes through the stone wall and you hear it inside the tunnel rolling and then it roll, plops out and then it rolls right into the hole. That was a very exciting thing, uh, very satisfying, I mean, in a really uh, a tangible way. So that's a little bit, so I was never very good at mini golf, still to this day. I'm not, I, I tend to now play like a four-stroke game, uh, like a, I'll, try, I'll do my best on my first shot, right, uh, but I won't try to overdo it, because if I overdo it, a lot of times I'll just do like a little kid, I'll hit it outside the entire course, uh, but I try to hit it whatever the strategic thing is, uh, but like in a conservative way, so I don't try to uh, overdo it where it's going to bounce, well sometimes then I'll get frustrated and then I'll overdo it, but uh, so that I have some chance for the skill shot, but like, uh, then I'm not going all out. Uh, so then on my second shot, I can try to get it close to the hole. And then I'm not a very good putter, like a close up either. But so then I'll just try to put it really close and then put it in. And then like, if you're going for a four stroke, then a lot of times you'll get a three stroke. Sometimes you'll get a two. And that's really when I'm at my best enjoyment. I won't come in first. Uh, but, you know, we all know there's no first in life. For, oh, there is. Okay. Well, I guess there, you know, that's what I tell myself. Uh, I'm also looking at some of these pictures. There's a lot of planters with flowers. There's a lot of different types of bushes. Uh, there's benches for sitting. And uh, it's a really nice course. Now, one of the holes uh, that 
lot of, and that you, you, you even saw here at uh, Fairmount Glen was the uh, windmill hole. And these pictures look just like the windmill I remember it at. Now, like uh, a lot of the um, layout for Fairmount Glen was uh, again lush, and then it would have uh, brick type pavers, and then. Uh, of course, then uh, like a stone or brick like uh, outline, and because they've been outside and through the winters, you know, it had everything had a nice patina to it. But then they definitely painted everything and took good care of the fake grass, and the turf. Uh, so this hole was a, a windmill, and it was a white windmill with some yellow and red highlights. Uh, like particularly the edges of the windmill uh, building were uh, yellow, then the main part was white, uh, and then the roof and the tips of the actual fans or whatever were uh, red. And this one was like probably seven, seven feet tall, like a um, mill wind, wind, whatever those things are called, fan to fan. And it moved at a slow and steady pace. You know, this was kind of thing that you know video games at this time would prepare you for too. So basically, what you want to do is shoot it right through the center of the windmill, and then you would drop down and you'd be headed to the hole. Now, if you hit the thing, like which happened to me a few times, uh, then it could bounce all the way back to you. Also, if you hit the base of the windmill, it could go off to the side. Now, the windmills are very slow, so I can remember the times I did hit it, uh, and being kind of dismayed that I had even hit the windmill. I said, how did, how did I manage to do that? Um, and, you know, every once in a while someone would try to stop the windmill. I think that's when we were even older. So that's a, a, a you know, popular style hole here. Uh, but let me move on to another uh, set of pictures here. These are actually pictures right from FairmountGlen.com so that we can figure out the uh, next uh, sign. Uh, you know, we're looking at the sign, a lot of the different, really a lot of work went into landscaping, uh, which is very impressive. Um, but unfortunately, not a lot of the uh, whole 13 is a par 3. Now, it doesn't, uh, uh, I don't see any pictures of it. Uh, a lot of people getting carried away with the, the style of, okay, so here's a waterfall hole. I do kind of remember this one. And this one was a big uh, piece of stonework, uh, ma manufactured uh, two-tier, three-tier waterfall flowing. So you'd hit it down the main, what are the fairway, I guess you'd say. And you were heading towards a waterfall. And again, uh, I think there was like a couple drop-offs. It's not in the picture, but I think if you, uh, you, you hit it through the waterfall, if you, if you didn't hit it hard enough, you could get caught and then it dropped down to some like open space uh, on a lower level, a little bit away from the hole. But then I think if you hit it, maybe even on the inside underneath the waterfall, was like one or two holes, and like one of them you would drop down and you could actually get a hole in one. And then the other one, uh, there was, uh, you, you, you were like, uh, you're just, you know, you, you probably got shot out somewhere nearby. 
also looking at another hole here that's like stonework up a hill. Now these uphill holes offer, you know, a big downside that we've all experienced, which, which is when you don't get to the top of the hill and your ball rolls all the way back down and then you hit it again and you hit it like out of the feature or whatever off the hole or you just keep repeatedly not hitting it hard enough. So that's, that's all happened to me to normalize it for you. But this hole like has like a very small, it has a drop off, but if you hit it right up the center, there's like a hole in one hole, which uh, seems cool. Right now I'm looking at the creek, uh, which I had, even though the creek is not part of any hole, I did hit my ball into the creek before. And I think it was an accident and someone actually asked me if I did it on purpose, like, like uh, for my class that I was with. Uh, also, answer another question that's come up. Never, I did ever got a date to go. I don't think I ever, maybe I did it in like college, uh, but I never got a date there. Uh, maybe that's the last time I was there. It was like uh, this summer during college. I got someone to go on a date with me there. And I was like, I don't know, like, uh, didn't really. Uh, so, but I, this was not during that day, but it, there was one time I hit it into the river, or the creek. Uh, and the creek was moving fast enough that you had to move fast to get your ball. And I think someone was like, why'd you do that? And I said, I, I didn't do it. Why, why did, what do you mean, why? I, it just happened. I, I, I like, why are you showing it? No, no, I really just hit it. Uh, so, but there is a covered bridge over the river, which is beautiful. Another hole I'm seeing here was a red barn hole, and holy cow, this red barn is well painted and cared for. I don't know how many versions they had to do with this. Now this one, so the red barn is sitting in the middle of a giant piece of greenery, and there's a bridge, like a green bridge leading to it uh, with nothing on the sides, like a, a little bit wider than a two by four. And that goes down the center of the barn. And so you try to hit it down the fairway, then down this two by four covered in turf, uh, through the barn, and then I think you led to the hole, and you probably get a hole in one. Or maybe there was a hole in the barn floor, and then it rolled into the hole. Uh, but if you didn't do that, then you drop off to one of the sides, uh, and the hole was on the other side of the barn. So you have to kind of two-butt it just to get it by the hole, which again, that's my strategy anyway. If I didn't do it, that would be one where I would go for it, you know. Okay, another hole that I do remember, and I'm seeing here, and I think they must have gone through a refurb uh, because it added all this stonework at some point. Uh, just because I can't imagine this stonework. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it probably went through two gym, or maybe I just got lucky it didn't go when I was young. Uh, but this hole was like a pinball, like a fake pinball machine. And it included beautiful, I mean, again, wood, like, really painted with this, like, uh, like, enamel paint. So it had red, like, the base of the pinball board is yellow, and then there's reds, and then there's the bumpers, which are just wood, like, thimbles, but there's, like, a deep forest green, a yellow, and a bright red. Uh, and then where the pinball display was, there was just uh, lights, uh, but they were uh, co at least colored bulbs, red, green, blue, yellow, green, yeah, to give it some other effects, and then at night to just make it look cool. 
Now this one, I think, again, you tried to shoot it up, uh, like down, I think you just tried to shoot it up what was, um, the same as, like, a plunger. And then there was one hole towards the bottom, in the middle, kind of blocked by a bumper. And if you got it in there, you definitely got a hole in one. But then if you got it down the side or the bottom, um, you know, you probably had, then it went out into another, uh, uh, what do you probably call that, fairway, where you probably had to one or two put it in. Uh, then there's also, you know, this one had a stone castle. Now, I don't really, well, yeah, I guess I'm trying to remember this uh, stone castle. It, uh, it was kind of, it looks like it's concrete or masonry with stones uh, and a few turrets. Uh, nothing too fancy, but like, because it's stone and not wood, it, look, it looks like a legit, you know, looks like a more legit. Now, I guess the difficulty with this one, I, I guess I'd have to get a better look here. No, it looks like it, it, it just has one entrance to the castle. So I think this was the one I was thinking of, like, uh, similar to the barn. No, it was the castle's at the top of the hill. So again, you had the issue if you didn't get through the castle door, um, you, your ball would keep rolling down. Or if you hit the side of the castle, your ball would roll down. I think there's also probably, like, right if you hit it very soft, but you get to the top, like, your ball would drop and then it would go off to the side. But if you got it over that drop-off, so you had to give it enough speed to jump, but not jump too much, because uh, your ball could bounce all the way back, there was, like, a little cup in the center of the castle, and then your ball would drop down, and you'd probably get a hole-in-one on that one, too, probably pretty likely. Yeah, so those are some of the fancier uh, holes. Let's see. Now, again, I'm surprised that there's just not as many uh, pictures of just the holes as I would have hoped. Uh, so here I am on Google Photos. There's a lot of the... I mean, I guess when the creek's so beautiful. Let's see, this one... Okay, there's another hilly one that I'm seeing that I remember. A lot of hills. Uh, and this one, like, involved, like, uh, different ditches. So if you hit it hard up the hill all the way, it, you, you, I think you wanted to get to the top, and then it would drop, uh, and you'd get a hole in one. But if you didn't hit it hard enough, there was, like, a couple of cutoffs uh, where the ball would drop. Uh, the windmill definitely gets a lot of love. Holy cow. Uh, and... Uh, and the covered bridge looks good. And I'm looking at a bunch of families playing here. Everybody looks like they're having a good time. Oh, here's a picture with the leaves uh, in the late fall or the winter. And the leaves are bare. And it's not quite the same because it doesn't have that lushness, but uh, still looks pretty good. More of the Glen. Another shot of the farmhouse, maybe as a schoolhouse. I guess it's a schoolhouse or a church. Oh no, there's a, um, oh no, that's in Pennsylvania. So maybe that's not the one I was looking for. Everybody's got a picture with the uh, windmill. Or uh, taking these off and you say, give me an on angle shot. Uh, I would like a, like a uh, second by second uh, run through this other golf course not some fancy show photos showing off your new uh, your skills so yeah just running through these pictures oh here's another one this one's a Y 
Like, why would you play mini golf? Because it's fun, that's why. And in this photo here, I, see, I guess it's from a church, so it's like a church outing. There's like uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people. Uh, they all look like they know one another, but this hole was a Y, and the hole was actually... So you started at the base of the Y, which was a bit longer than normal. Now, either, uh, like if your arm, now let's pretend, you're, so your feet, if you're standing up and you're making a Y, like you're doing YMCA, uh, so your, your feet would be where you'd start the golfing. You, I guess you'd be lying down doing this. Uh, and then your arms would be the other the parts of the Y. And actually your mouth would actually be where the hole is. Uh, and where your head and your nose is is actually like a, a stone planter. So if you miss the hole too hard, you'd go down either side of the Y and have to come back. Uh, so that's a hole you get where my conservative style really does work. Um, yeah, so, oh, here's another one. There's there's a one that has a, what is that? That's a lighthouse, they call it. Now, the lighthouse doesn't seem to be part of the hole, so I do remember this one now. So this hole is the kind of hole you want to do, what is that called, when you hit it off, oh, like, an angled wall? I cannot rebound. I don't know, when you, when you hit it off an angled wall, that has an actual term, but I'm not, it's not ringing a bell for me. Well, I wonder if that's a hole. I see another one that's a well. Hopefully that'll come up. Uh, but so this one, you want to, um, I guess, angle it, uh, ping it, uh, ping pong it, I don't know. So uh, like the first, so it's a series of right and left angles. So, so the first fairway went straight until there was like a 45 degree, is that 45 degrees or 75, I don't know. A 75 degree piece of stone, 45 degree piece of stone, like with a, um, at the, in a, at the, which is on the base of a, a cool looking stone lighthouse. It just for looks, just a weenie in this Disney case. Now, if you pinged it off of there hard enough, then there was another wall, another long fairway, then another wall. Uh, then a left-hand turn, and then the hole. So, I mean, if you, you'd have to hit it pretty hard to do that, but this is, the lighthouse looks pretty good. Uh, this is a different golf course, a couple of people playing, it looks pretty good. Um, they did find a, um, what is that thing called, uh, when you, you, you keep track of your score? I'm not even kidding, it's a, a scorecard, that's what it's called. Uh, so we could just run through the holes. The hole one is par three, hole two is par three, hole three is par two, hole four is par two, hole five is par two. Man, I would have never got par. Six is a par two, seven is a par two, eight is a par three, nine is a par two. Par twos, that's wild. Uh, there's also like uh, like some coupons here for nursery, rental place, uh, Tree service, salve bowling, the garden supplies, and B-I-Z-Z-A. So a lot of part twos. So the front nine, is that what they call it? Uh, 21 is par. And then the back nine is a little bit harder, 23 par for a total of uh, 44.
it, it says it was voted. It's open till 12 a.m. and last tea time though is 11 p.m. And it's like you can see one of the water towers from there. And it looks like they have a big water feature, which is pretty common. I think like like a, another place that I always wanted to go mini golfing was Orlando, which I did do the first time I went on a high school trip. Uh, yeah, but I think we forced our teacher to stop. We were like, stop, please. We, we need to play mini golf. Uh, so that board teacher, you know, that, uh, here's another one that's seen. Let's go on to the next one, Golden Galleon, another sea-themed mini golf. I guess you wouldn't, I don't associate seafaring with uh, uh, mini golf, but it looks like they have a couple seafaring pals. Now this one is on, um, Midway. It has a big buccaneer. I don't know if this is near one of the um, uh, Pirates of the Golden Galleon. This one's called. It looks like it has a big mirror or mural, like with the dancing. I don't know if this is near one of the food courts. It really only has three pictures, so uh, the Yelp reviews are pretty good. Um, there's only 12. Uh, Oh, here's some other pictures. Oh, yeah, so I remember this one. So this one has a talking parrot. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm surprised there's not more pictures because this one has, like, right up against the boardwalk, like a giant ship and then a talking parrot, like, out of, uh, what is that called? Uh, the, the, you know, that Disney ride. Uh, so, I don't know, another one that's worth, uh, worth checking out for sure. Well, let's see, this one is a magazine, the top nine courses. Uh, uh, there's one, um, remember, uh, well, we'll just skip that one. This one is, uh, there's another one that seemed like uh, that mansion in Disney World. And actually, it looks like the theming's pretty good. That's an indoor one, and I think it has AC. So that might be worth checking out if you're, uh, you're interested in uh, getting some AC. And OC, you know what I'm saying? Uh, then there's medieval fantasy golf, which is, you know, themed like a medi medieval fantasy golf. It's not, I think I read that novel, but it didn't have the mini golf in it. It just, uh, uh, well, let's see what kind of pictures we have here. So uh, this one looks like, uh, those are people with a trophy. It looks like it has like a black light hole which looks pretty cool, like inside of the castle, that would be fun. Um, maybe more than one black hole. It looks like it has a D-R-A-G-O-N. It's kind of built into a castle. What is it near? I'm trying to look at the shops. Uh, I don't recognize anything. I mean, I'm not an expert in Ocean City at all, but uh, looks like a fun one. Um, most of the pictures, oh, here's a, there's a wizard holding um, a glowing orb. And then there's also winemaking equipment on this one hole, so that looks interesting. Oh, so it's near John's Lemonade. I don't know how old these pictures are, though. Uh, and uh, Angela's Restaurant. Uh, but it does, yeah, on the roof it has a wizard, it has castles. It looks like I'm seeing pictures from a wedding set up there, so that'd be a cool place to get, you know. Um, so I don't know how many of its holes have black light, but, that, but that, maybe there is one that's like a whole black light golf. 
Okay, then there's Congo Falls, which this one I definitely remember because it has a lot of animatronics. It, uh, it looks like it has a helicopter that's landed. It has like a talking, uh, uh, oh, it has like, um, like a mountain that looks like uh, King Kong. It, from the, it looks like a, there's a lot of uh, water features from the outside. The helicopter's like zebra, zebra colored. And then I think it even has a show. I'm looking at some, let me see. Oh yeah, it has like two uh, gorillas in like tropical suits in a window, like like playing music. And maybe it, this is even the one that has like a, yeah, oh they're, in, oh, they're inside the helicopter that landed. Yeah, so there's two of them in the middle of the sign that says Congo Falls, like they landed on the sign. You know, it looks like they have three 18-hole courses, Solomon Mine, Lost City, and Congo Queen. But yeah, so they put on like a singing show, which is cool. And, uh, yeah, so I guess that's like all I know about that one. It's like I've seen it from the outside. I mean, I think that, let's see, I'm trying to figure out which one I have the most FOMO for. Probably the one, like, uh, the indoor one with the AC. Then there's Castaway Cove, which is yet another themed one. Oh, no, there was this Goofy Golf. We'll do that one last. Uh, this one, Castaway Cove, is at Playland, which is one of the two places where you can go on rides. Or maybe that's what it's called, Playland's Castaway Cove. Uh, I don't know if they have many golf. Oh, yeah, they do. Playland's Castaway Cove. Yet another one themed with... Uh, uh, like seafaring, a seafaring theme. Uh, I don't see a lot of, oh, they do have a show though, I think. Is this the one? Like at night, there's a, on top of the entrance, uh, the parrot and the pirate have a, a show. Like, I think they even like, uh, I don't know. I don't really remember anything about it uh, other than that. Uh, uh, but it says it has a mini golf. Uh, so we'll have to, you know, we'll have to take them at their word. It looks like there's also, oh, well, I'll go through that top of the list. Uh, Goofy Golf was the one I remember almost being like asking to go in, like on, for Ray's sake. Uh, because it just had a bunch of like, not paper mache, but um, fake, uh, like, like stone and concrete, like brightly painted like celebrity things. Like you can see one of the heroes in a half shell here. And I think it maybe is one of the better priced ones. Uh, it seems like that's what some of the Yelp reviews are saying. Let's see, this is from the Odyssey Online. This is the top nine. So it says OC Mini Golf. Uh, they rated it as nine just because it's not as popular. Uh, as a better known, then Pirate Island, then um, the Disney Mansion Golf uh, it has some cool pictures. Uh, then it has some pictures from Medi Medieval Fantasy. There is a sword in the stone hole. Uh, then Goofy Golf, yeah, which kind of looks like the one that, uh, if you were making it in your backyard, like, uh, it just has a lot of bizarre statues and stuff like that. And I see this one might be the most crowded on the boardwalk. Uh, 
and it's a tad juvenile, which great, great for kids, not so great for dates. Animatronics are outdated, uh, but it has like a lot of cool stuff nearby, and it's five dollars per player at the time of that printing. Okay, then there's Seaport Village. Now this one I think is the one that has some good animatronics too, of like fish friends, uh, and maybe a cool photo opportunity. Uh, not too far away from Castaway Cove. Uh, then Congo Falls comes in at number three. So I'm, ba I'm with beta breath finding out what number two and number one are. This is according to the Odyssey Online. Uh, yeah, let me just see who wrote this to give him credit here. Uh, Alex Bossy from uh, Rutgers wrote it in uh, September 5th, 2016. So, great job, Alex. You really, you, I mean, you're in college and you're living the dream that I would have had. Uh, just getting to go to these mini golf courses. So, Congo Falls, we kind of talked about. Uh, it's been rated best of many times. Uh, one of the better courses in Jersey Shore in general. Three different ones. Uh, one that is fully endorsed and air-conditioned. Uh, they have the gorillas with music. Uh, not terribly difficult, uh, but, you know, centrally located. Uh, then number two is the Golden Galleon, uh, which we kind of talked about. It has a, it looks like it there has a cool uh, neon palm tree, which is always nice. Uh, and a giant pirate, uh, which you can't go wrong. And then number two, okay, this is all the way at the end. Uh, the other end is, uh, it's near Wonderland is uh, Tea Time Golf. Came in at number one, it looks like it's five dollars. Uh, and according to author, it's fun but juvenile. Very fun. Uh, moving objects make the holes uh, different and difficult. Yeah, plus it's nice sort of uh, Jillian's Wonderland here. And plenty of other stuff. Uh, animatronics are lacking, but also holes. Uh, Good ending holes, extra holes, and the cheapest course in the city is tied for that. Uh, so that's a little bit, that's another, I mean, I guess that's the first one I'll check out then. But yeah, so that's a little bit about, uh, I guess I forgot to use here. It's a little bit about uh, mini golf and scooter.